The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. Ross are brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. Ross are brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com SGPN. Ross were brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io SGPN. That's SoBet.io SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Friday, January 21st, currently 10.50 on the East Coast. And joining me to break down all the NBA action, hand the handicap, and find some more winners for you guys, my esteemed co-host and colleague, Terrell Furman Jr. Terrell, how are you feeling this uh, Friday evening, brother? I'm feeling good, feeling good, ready to get to the picks and get back to the money. Did you already take your victory lap yesterday on uh, on with Scott yesterday? I did. Okay. Yes, I did. It was glorious. It was it was more of a victory mile. So it was like four okay. laps on a on a regulation track. It was like four laps. Yeah. But it was a victory mile. We really really enjoyed it. Oh, it definitely has to be a mile if it was a uh, seven to one dog, uh, depending on the number that you got. But uh, let's quickly. Uh, I know we usually get together on Monday, Wednesdays, and Friday. We'll quickly recap our picks from Wednesday. A uh, pretty great day, maybe one of the best ever, I guess we could say. Uh, I'll start with yours quickly. You locked up the Atlanta Hawks minus one and a half, took care of business, uh, and a come-from-behind victory uh, in the second half against the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. Wolves got out to an early lead in that game, uh, but the second half, Atlanta Hawks absolutely crushed the Minnesota Timberwolves 73-49. to uh, and then they got the uh, victory by 12 points. Easy cover for you there. And then the shot heard around the world. De- uh, sorry, yeah. The Houston Rockets um, mm-hmm. get the victory over the Utah Jazz outright as a 7-1 to dog. Depending on the number you got, this was around plus 650, plus 700. But hopefully you were able to maximize it. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. sealed the game in the end for the Houston Rockets. Almost tried to give it away, but they took care of business. Uh, we were all going crazy, especially me. I was hyped uh, in the Slack <laughs> channel on Twitter. Uh, another big dog. Let's say we can say that. Last week you had uh, the Pistons, right? Yep, Pistons. You're just making it harder and harder for yourself, Terrell. Now, I mean, where yeah. Are you now, now I don't know how you. I don't even know if I can get a line that's bigger than seven to one. Yeah, so, that that's uh, that might I might cap out. Yeah, that might cap out right there. Yeah, but you've now hit four out of your five uh, locks and uh, three straight uh, 
underdog bets. Uh, so your dog bets. Well, until until yesterday. Yesterday. Oh, okay. I, yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Um, yesterday. Yesterday, I had the Golden State. So I missed that. I had Golden State minus the twelve. Okay. And I don't know how the Pistons, not Pistons, the Pacers were able to keep to win that game outright against mm-hmm. the Golden State squad, and they're they're playing with you know some G leaguers on that squad. Yeah. And then I had the Mavericks as my dog, and they gave up a lead. They had a lead going into the fourth quarter. They gave that up. Yeah. And so that didn't cash. I thought that that was looking pretty good for a while, but mm-hmm. the Suns come back in the fourth quarter and win that one. So we're still three for four. I did the math. And you are up a lot of units if you've been tailing me since the start of December on these dogs. So yep. I want to keep that going. Yeah, 100%. So uh, hopefully we can keep that going to close out the week and then also close out the month of January. Um, for my picks, uh, I had the Lakers locked up minus five in the first half against these same Pacers that faced the um, – well, it wasn't the same because – Last night, they didn't have Sabonis, Malcolm Brogdon, uh, Karis LeVert, but Lakers absolutely just shit the bed in the second half. They lose that game uh, outright to the Pacers, and my dog was the Hornets plus 135. Uh, That one came in against, I believe it was the Boston Celtics, a team that we both like to fade. Uh, They got the victory 111-102 in that game. Uh, talked about Terry Rozier having a big game against his former team. He had a big game at 28 points, 10 assists for the Charlotte Hornets. And then I gave out uh, three bonus locks. Uh, and those was the first half that we really talked about. And it was the Nets Wizards, first half over 120, the Hornets plus one and a half uh, in the first half, and also the Bucks minus two and a half. All three of those hit, also parlayed all those uh, for a six to one hit. And uh, also play them straight. So that turned out to be really, really good. But it still wasn't enough. My three-team parlay still wasn't big enough to win on uh, <laughs> Terrell's outright dog from uh, Wednesday night. But, um, yeah, those are our picks from Wednesday. Look, we'll try to continue the momentum. Uh, now we got to follow it up here. Man, on you're Friday up. If you, tailed, if you tailed everything from Wednesday, you're up, like, over 12 units. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, way really, over 50, units. It's past 15. Yeah, past 15 because you took all the all the parlay straight and then you took the parlay. You're you're up around 12 to 15 units. That's crazy. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, so hopefully we can continue that tonight in the NBA. Uh Terrell, do we need to touch on anything that happened last night in the NBA? I know it was a very short schedule or uh only what three games last night. Uh Pelicans got the victory over the Knicks, 102-91. Talked about the Phoenix and the Dallas game, and then obviously the Pacers. That was crazy. 121-117 over the Golden State Warriors in overtime. Uh, Now the Steph Curry-led Warriors are in a back-to-back situation tonight against the uh, team of the week, the Houston Rockets for the NBA Gambling Podcast. But we'll get into that when we get to the game. But uh, one note I did see was that the – the Brooklyn Nets have agreed to mutually, I guess, part ways or find another team for Paul Millsap where he can contribute to because right now he's not getting the playing time with the um, Brooklyn Nets. So I think they're going to try to find a trade partner for him where he can go in there and contribute. But um, didn't really see anything else uh, transpire last night. Did you see anything? No, no, not really. Um, 
Yeah, no, no. We can keep it moving. Anything, any news we could talk about during the games. All right. I know we kind of neglected it, but at the, at the end of the show, we'll try to get to some birthdays if there's anything coming up today or tomorrow. But let's dive into this uh, schedule for tonight uh, in the NBA. Let's kick it off here with the Oklahoma City Thunder headed to Charlotte to take on the Hornets, where this line opened up at minus nine and a half for the Hornets as a home favorite. Uh, that line has trickled down half a point to minus nine. Total opened up 221 all the way up to 224. Uh, let's check the injury report for both of these squads. Um, let's see here. For the Charlotte Hornets, uh, P.J. Washington is the only one that is questionable. He has a right hip contusion for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Theo Maladon, uh, Pokushevsky, Isaiah Roby are on G League assignment, but everybody else is a go. Only a uh, uh, starter or role player that is questionable is Derek favors lower back soreness uh let's start with the spread here terrell we have minus nine for the charlotte hornets what are you thinking it's this is tough because the thunder can be at times road warriors and cover a lot of spreads but charlotte is really really good at home yeah and I don't think I'm ready to fade another sharp. I I told myself I was gonna go. I told myself I was gonna go Thunder in this spot. I don't think I'm ready to fade another Charlotte Hornets team at home. They're playing really really good basketball. They're hitting yeah. their stride. They're going out. They're getting wins. And they're getting further and further up that Eastern Conference standings. Yeah. And this is a home. You know, first of a two game home spot. They got the Hawks on deck. So, mm, slight look ahead in the Eastern Conference, but. The Thunder on go- coming out east, <clears throat> I expect SGA to get his. It's just, do I trust everybody else to play well on the road? I think SGA is going to get his. I don't know if I trust Lou Dort. I don't know if I trust everybody else to play as well as they can play at home on the road. And we're a Hornets team that can really get after you in the first and second half, not just one or the other. They can really put it on you for four quarters straight. Yeah, I'll take the Hornets in this spot. I don't really like it too much. This is a large number, mm-hmm. and I'm nervous about it, but I'll take the Hornets in this spot. Yeah, this is a difficult game day. If you kind of look at the spread numbers as well, uh, Charlotte is the number one home team against the spread, uh, 14 and four. And then the Cleve, sorry, uh, the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder are number three as uh, road teams covering spreads at 14 and eight. So um, I think that maybe a Charlotte Hornet second half may be a play here, but I think yeah, this is a very difficult game to handicap because you know we talked about Charlotte Charlotte being a third quarter team, but they've really turned it on in the first half. They're all the way up to number eight uh, in offensive rating in the first half, and then uh, defensively, this team is playing really really well in the first half. They're all the way up to number four, but for an entire game, um, Charlotte's up to number two in defensive rating, which is right behind the Dallas Mavericks. Um, so, you know, they've, they've, they, we've talked about this in the beginning of the season that they were an auto team to bet the over, but uh, yeah. defensively, they're playing really well. This probably, no, game yes. is a, yeah, this game is probably a pass for me right now, but I'll probably look for a live number. Don't love anything, so I don't want to force anything here, but uh, I lean uh, Charlotte as well, but don't love it. That defense is too good for me to fade them right now. Yeah. The defense is playing way too well to be, for me to fade them right now. And I know. The efficiency that they can score the ball, this could be similar to that Spurs game where they just kind of get out in front and never look back. So I'll I'll take the Hornets. Yeah, lastly, um, the 
Thunder have now lost, I believe, eight out of the last nine games. Um, overall, trying to see on the road what they've done. I know they've been covering the number, but uh, they haven't won a road game since oh, that Brooklyn game uh, where they won 130-109. But not too much playing. to love here. We'll lead with the Charlotte Hornets. Anything else for this game, Terrell? No, I'm good. All right, let's move on to the next game. We have the L.A. Lakers headed down to Florida to take on Orlando, where this game opened up as a five-and-a-half-point road favorite for the L.A. Lakers. That number has trickled down to a half a point to minus five. Total opened up. 221 is down to 218-and-a-half. Let's check the injury report for these teams. Um, For the L.A. Lakers, everybody is a go. Uh, Obviously, we know about Anthony Davis. Uh, for the Orlando Magic, Wendell Carter Jr. is probable tonight uh, for them. Uh, but the other names that have been out are also uh, – or sorry, continue to be out. RJ Hampton is also out for this game for the Orlando Magic. Start with a spread here, Terrell. Five for the LA Lakers on the road here against the Orlando Magic. What do you think? I'm not – I am not – the Lakers are blacklisted. Yes. The Lakers are blacklisted. I yes. very well could get burned here. I very much well can get burned here. However, and I do kind of wish that the Magic were on the road playing in Staples for this game. However, I can't, I can't in good faith take the Lakers right now. The fact that they lost, they gave that Pistons team the first win, and I, I mean not Pistons, Pacers team, the first win since November 22nd, and I guess that looks a lot better now that they just went and beat the Warriors, but they were up in this game for two, three quarters of this game. Yeah. There's no reason they should have gave up. They should have lost that game. There's no reason at all should have lost that game. I'm sure they probably do win here, and they probably do put it on a Magic team, but can I trust the Lakers not to make this close? I don't know. I, I don't. Five, you're getting into two possessions there. Maybe the fa- this this is a close game and it comes to foul shots, but I can't trust the Lakers not to blow this game, to get a lead and blow the lead, especially with a Magic team that has the talent that they have. Mm-hmm. You know, they may not be winning games, but they're very much talented. And I can absolutely see somebody like Cole Anthony getting up for getting up just because the Lakers are in town. So give me the Magic in the five. I, I can't trust the Lakers right now. Yeah, the Lakers really let uh, let me down on Wednesday night. I mean, that that board could have been a sweep for us, but... Uh, look, they look good in that first half. If I wanted to angle on this game, I'd probably take a Lakers first half. But I don't trust this game or I don't trust this team for the full uh, full game. Uh, against the Pacers, they were up uh, 56 to 50 at the half. They covered the first half number. But the second half, they were absolutely outplayed by the Pacers. They outscored them 61 to 48. So Right now, if we take a look over the past five games for both of these teams, especially in the first half, the Lakers are number five in offensive rating, uh, and the Orlando Magic are all the way down to number 28. But defensively, uh, this Lakers squad is playing bad again uh, over the last five games of the first half, down to number 27. Probably look at it that way if I did want to play the Lakers, but I, this team is a complete stay away from me right now. What did you think about uh, Frank Vogel benching uh, Russell Westbrook in the final four minutes of that Patriots game? I think it was stupid because Frank Vogel doesn't even know what his rotation is. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't blame him, but you're you're benching him for what? You don't even you don't even know what you're benching him for. Do you want offense or do you want defense? That you put, you stress defense. For majority of that game, and given 
Trevor Reza and Avery Bradley all these minutes, and Avery Bradley I do think is better than Trevor Reza. I think Trevor Reza is a little bit washed at this point. But yeah. And yet, now the last three minutes of the game, you want to go put out the people that are really going to score the basketball and help you win? Yeah. You know, it, it just – it doesn't make it doesn't make sense to me. I don't, understand. I don't know what Frank Vogel. I, I I don't understand what he's trying to do. Maybe it's not for me to understand. Yeah. But at this point, it, it it is what it is. I don't think I'm very surprised that he still has a job after the Pacers loss. If they lose this game to the Magic, he will be out. He will be out of a job and be catching the first commercial flight back to LA. Yeah, I don't understand why Trevor Ariza is starting. I mean, I know he only played about 15 minutes here, but why is not Stanley Johnson or Malik Monk in that starting rotation? You have your bench guys, Malik Monk, Austin Reeves, and THT that are playing 25-plus minutes. One of those guys needs to be starting. Um, and it seems like, yeah, you're right. He doesn't know what he's doing out there right now. And why is Wayne Ellington not getting any run? Um, I see a whole bunch of DNPs for him. He's probably the best shooter on the squad. Uh, but he's not getting any uh, any minutes, so I don't know what's going on there. But um, and I'm not even I'm not even mad at Wayne Ellington, but it's just going to come a time where they're going to rely on Malik Monk and Austin Reeves. Yeah, they're going to put the fate of their season on them at some point, and these guys are not going to be prepared for it because they're not running with the ones enough. Yeah, they're not running with the ones enough. They had a good thing going when LeBron was playing the five. They had a very good thing going with LeBron playing the five, Russell Westbrook, Avery Bradley, Malik Monk out there. Yeah. And I think Stanley Johnson should be out there. If you put Trevor Reese out there, fine. But I think Stanley Johnson should probably be that person out there. But when LeBron was running the five, they had a very, very good thing going. Bring Dwight off the bench for some rim protection for that second unit. Mm -hmm. He's just too much of an emphasis on defense right now. They don't have a defensive team to do that with. Yeah. They have three guys, max. Three guys, max, that are pretty good at defense. And I'm not yeah. even counting Trevor Reese. I'm counting LeBron. Yeah, over the last three games for the L.A. Lakers, they scored 104, 95 – sorry, 104, 101, and 96. Prior to that, this was a, it was, they were putting up a lot of points, but they are also taking L's. So, again, they're still trying to figure out their identity on what they want to do. But just was curious on your thoughts about that. Uh, thoughts on the total here, Terrell? Of, and that uh, happened. And mm – -hmm. That started the last game. Let me just make sure I ain't put my foot in my mouth. Yes, the last game that LeBron started at the five is when they stopped putting up that much points. Yeah, when they lost that game to the to the to the Kings, mm -hmm. and they were they were putting up a hundred a hundred about hundred fifteen a game, yeah, or more. Yeah, that was the last time. That was the last time. So it's ridiculous. Put LeBron back at the five. You had a good thing going, and you stopped because you lost the game. It's ridiculous. And Dwight Howard came – you lost the game. Dwight Howard came back. You said, all right, let's go back to a defensive identity. <laughs> it's, it's stupid. Like, it's stupid. You don't have a defensive team. Why are you trying to – so much emphasis on defense. That's not That's not what your personnel is. If you want a defensive team, go trade and get some defensive players. Yeah, they, when they put Dwight Howard back in that starting lineup against the Denver Nuggets, they the Denver Nuggets put up 133 points in that game, and they lost that game by 37 points. But, um, yeah, let's get back to this game here. Um uh, last thing for this game. Any thoughts on the total? Uh, 218 and a half? No. All right. Let's move on 
to the next game, we have the Clippers coming into Philly with Doc Rivers facing his former team. Um, currently seeing this line opened up as an eight-point favorite for the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, this line is now up to eight and a half. Total opened up at 212 and a half, all the way up to 213 and a half. Checking the injury report for the squads. Uh, let's start with the Clippers here. Nick Batum is questionable. Uh, he's in health and safety protocols. Uh, Marcus Morris is also questionable for personal reasons. Um, that is it for the Clippers. For the Sixers, uh, questionable tag for Seth Curry. Dealing with the sore left ankle, uh, Danny Green, Shake Milton, and Matisse Thibel continue to be out for the Sixers. Let's start with the spread here, Terrell. Eight and a half for the Sixers tonight, hosting the Clippers. Why am I not slamming the 76ers? There's no reason. I have no reason to think that the Clippers will even remotely be in this game tonight. With the MVP campaign that Joel Embiid is putting on, with the number of options they have on this team and the inconsistency of the Clippers that they've been playing, they've been playing with as of late and don't look now, but they've lost their last five row games. One Clippers, two, three, four, the last four row games. Mm-hmm. Only one they won was, when they upset the Nets, who I told you, I'm pretty sure they suck. Like, I'm almost positive (laughs) that they suck now. I I still stand by that, and we'll get to that later. But I don't know. This feels like it should be in the 10 range. I don't know what's making them not put this in 10. This definitely feels like this should be double digits. I am hammering the 76ers here. I think that there's too many options I think 76ers are too good. They play defense too well. Yeah. And they're methodical on the offensive end, and they get good looks at the basket. They get very, very good looks at the basket and very, very efficient with the amount of possessions that they actually do run, even though it's not many because they have one of the slowest paces in the league. Mm. So I'm all over 76ers. Yes. The Clippers, Clippers yeah. are one of the teams that I can't trust. There's no reason I should trust them in this spot. Yeah, there's just too many question marks here for the, especially on the injury report for the Clippers here. Like I mentioned, Nick Batum, uh, Marcus Morris. I mean, those guys haven't scoring for you. So you're relying on Reggie Jackson, Eric Bledsoe, Ivan Zubac. I mean, Joel Embiid is probably going to eat him tonight, uh, coming off of that 50 uh, 50 piece game that he had the other night uh, against the Orlando Magic. But yeah, I'm leaning with the Sixers here as well. Uh, you know that that Doc Rivers is going to want to give it to his former team. There's no doubt about that. Like you always have that thought in your mind, no matter how many times that you play them, you want to give it to them on your home floor. So um, you're kind of looking at the ATS numbers. Uh, nothing really sticks out. These are both middling teams, you know, around nine and 10, eight and 11, but Sixers, like you said that they are playing great basketball right now. They've won three out of their last four uh, prior to that. They had reeled off, let's see, seven straight wins uh, and covered those games as well. Um, but yeah, I, I will also be on the Sixers here tonight. Um, any thoughts on the total here, Terrell, of two thirteen and a half? Not really. I'm not really interested in this. In this oh, one. okay. Let's get to the next game. We have the Miami Heat headed to the ATL to take on the Hawks, where the Hawks opened up as a one-point favorite. This line is up to minus one and a half for the Hawks. Total 
opened up 217 and a half, starting to see some 220s pop up. Uh, let's check the injury report for these teams for the Miami Heat. Uh, Tyler Hero is out. He's in health and safety protocols. Kyle Lowry is out for personal reasons. Um, those are two major pieces for the Miami Heat. For the Atlanta Hawks, Bogdan Bogdanovich continues to be out with right knee soreness. Clint Capella is questionable tonight. He's dealing with a left ankle sprain. And Danilo Gallinari is also questionable tonight. Uh, he's also dealing with a right ankle soreness. Um, let's start with the side here, Terrell. Atlanta, a very short one-and-a-half-point home favorite. What are you thinking? I mean, it should be obvious what I'm doing here. I said it on Monday when they played the Bucks. Atlanta's going to sweep this three-game set. They're going to sweep this three-game set. They got the win against the Bucks. They got the win against Minnesota. And now here we are. And I took Atlanta in both of those games. Yeah. And now here we are in the third game, and they're playing Miami Heat, a team that they just lost – to twice recently who is towering above them in the division standings Mm -hmm. Atlanta has their back against the wall they know they need to win games they need to win games and win a lot of games they need to dominate their floor at home and uh, aside from some hiccups along the way against the not even as much as the Bucks but the Minnesota where they had to come and kind of fight back in that game a little bit here we are. Yep. So I'm all over. I'm all over them. No Tyler Hero, no Kyle Lowry in the lineup. I think that's going to be big. Yeah. If Clint Capella doesn't go, I'm really not concerned because Okongwu has been playing great defense. Mm-hmm. He is the reason that Giannis didn't hit 30. And so if you're worried about – if you're questioning why Giannis didn't get 30 in that game with no Clint Capella against the Hawks, it's because of him. He played very, very good defense on Giannis. He learned from the beginning of that game and learned how to slow Giannis down and make it tougher for him to get inside the paint on him at 6'8". Very strong guy. Mm -hmm. DeAndre Hunter coming in. DeAndre Hunter is the reason that they moved Cam Reddish. He is the reason that they moved Cam Reddish. That is why Cam Reddish is in New York right now because they they got DeAndre Hunter back. They had no other need for Cam Reddish. He brings a de- the defensive intensity to that squad. He goes and gets after it, and he can score the basketball. Two-way player. They <sighs> Trey Young is on the cusp of his first All Star. Yes. Well, well, do, <laughs> well, do, but he needs to, you know, continue to keep playing and continuing to doing more. This is going to be a Trey Young game like it has been the past two games. He's going to put up a lot of points, and he's going to carry them to this win. I'm all over the Hawks in this one. I think this is the spot. This is, this is the best spot, especially after they just lost the two games, including one at home uh-huh. a week ago, two weeks ago. No, a week ago. Yeah, that's a week. It's about a week, 10 days, whatever. And then look who's next. They have the Hornets, another division game. I think the Hawks are going on a run. Heat, Hornets, Kings, Celtics, Lakers, Raptors. Yeah, I think the Hawks are. I think the Hawks are going on a run here. So give me the Hawks minus one. I expect by All Star 
because they have a few games. Some of them look a little tough. Some some of them are tough. Some of them they can get the win. I think the Hawks are five hundred by All Star. That is a that is I, they are six games back. I think they're five hundred by All Star. They're going on a run. Yeah, I think this is a time to hop on the Atlanta Hawks, like you highlighted, and the two games that they played. Uh, you know, um, we said ten days ago against Miami. Tyler Hero in that those two games had 24 and 21 respectively. And now, like you said, like or like I said, he's gonna be out for this game because he uh, is in health and safety protocols. And again, you don't have Kyle Lowry either. DeAndre Hunter has uh been playing really well since he's returned from injury for this team uh about five, six games ago. If you haven't caught on to his point props yet, a little teaser for the prop cast today and all week I've been on this guy, but uh, take a look at his points props uh, for this game here tonight. It's currently at 14 and a half, and I think he's dropped uh, 17 or more, including a couple 20-point games in there. But, yeah, I think the one thing that kind of sticks out to me when I was kind of looking at, at, the, at the stats is that we we think that Miami is a great defensive team, but they've kind of been struggling defending the three-point line. They're all the way down to number 27, and opponent uh, makes allowed at close to about 14 per game. And three-point percentage, they're also uh, at number 20 at 35%. So I expect Trey Young to get his shots here tonight. DeAndre Hunter, not a bad three-point shooter either. Um, and they have, again, the pieces on this Atlanta Hawks squad. And the revenge factor you talked about as well, Terrell, that you know they lost those two games about 10 days ago or about a week ago. Um, and then now you have Miami coming into your four, who's a little injured, like we talked about with Tyler Hero and Kyle Lowry being out. So I agree with you. I do love uh, or do like the uh, Atlanta Hawks here as well. Uh, they're healthy, or I mean, they're not. They're they're getting back to healthy, but I think getting DeAndre Hunter, like we talked about, it, has been really big for this Atlanta Hawks team. Thoughts on the total here of uh, two seventeen and a half up to two twenty? I would play the over if I had to play. Yeah, I, I think I do over. like the um, Hawks team total in this game. Let me see if I can find that number here. I- um, I see that 109 and a half getting up to 110. But uh, yeah, like I said, over the last two games, they've put up a 121 and 134. And, you know, we think about Miami being a defensive team, but they've struggled over the last five games here. So give me that uh, uh, Atlanta Hawks team total of a 110 here tonight against the uh, Miami Heat. Anything else for this game, Terrell? No, no, I'm good. All right, let's get over to the next game. Uh, we have the Portland Trail Blazers headed to Boston to take on the Celtics, where the Celtics opened up as a seven and a half point home favorite, currently up to minus eight. Total opened up at 214 and a half. It's down to 212. Checking the injury report for these two teams. Um, Marcus Smart is questionable as he returns to uh returning from health and safety protocols, and Aaron Neesmith is questionable with a light right ankle sprain for the Portland Trail Blazers. Uh, Nasir Little, questionable uh, with a right knee injury. Larry Nance is out. Norman Powell is out. Cody Zeller is out. And Dennis Smith Jr. is probable with a right ankle sprain. A lot of injuries there for Portland, but let's start with the side here. Boston, minus eight at home, hosting one of the worst road teams in the league right now. Terrell, what are you thinking? I know they're one of the worst road teams in the league, but Boston isn't good. <laughs> Boston's just not good. And this is a lot of points. 
and I think it's slightly inflated, but here's my logic for why I will back the Trailblazers in a game where I don't want to back either one of these teams. What day is this? Did this happen? So on the on December fourth, and I'm assuming it's December fourth because it says the fifth here, and I know the time difference. So I'm pretty sure it's on December fourth over there. They gave up 145 points to Boston. 145 points to Boston. Portland did. Yeah, you're right. December fourth. Absolutely ridiculous. That is the highest points total. At home, they gave it at home too. By the way, not yeah. even on the road. At home, yeah. Highest points total they gave up all season. Highest points total. Um, I just can't. What's telling me that the Celtics are going to make that performance again? That they're going to have a performance like that again? And now, I'm still. We still have. Anthony Simons, who's playing really good ball. CJ, so he's taking a, dip, a step up. I think he's averaging like some 26, 27 points this month. CJ is back. CJ looks like he's in pretty decent form, too. Like he doesn't look bad. CJ doesn't look bad at all. Yeah. And it's going to come down to the bench because I think both of the, they have some, Nazir Little, so you said Nazir Little is playing or he's out. He's questionable right now. Coach, he has a, if he a, right, plays, a right knee issue. Okay. If he plays, I think he, he's really, he's taking a step forward. Him and Anthony Simons have taken really, really big step forwards this year. Yeah, 100%. But when I look at the bench, I think that Ben McLemore can score. And he can, you know, assist in the scoring. I don't like either bench, to be honest, but I really don't like Boston's bench. And as we talked about last time, they are third worst bench in scoring in the league. Third worst bench scoring in the league. And that means a lot, especially for a cover. That means a lot, especially for a cover of this magnitude. So I'm yeah. going to back the Portland Shore Blazers. I think this is too large. If I were doing a teaser of sorts, I would definitely tease Portland up. But yeah, no, I can't, I can't trust Boston. Yeah, kind of Not going back. Number this big. Yeah, going back to that game that you talked about in Portland, where they gave up 145. That was a a, a little, uh, anomaly for the Boston Celtics. They hit 21 of 37 three point shots, and were also 26 of 29 from the free throw line. So, you know, you're not going to get that every day in the NBA. There was a lot of whistles in that game. These two teams combined for 61 free throws in that game. It flew over the total. But I don't see the Boston Celtics repeating what they did from the three-point line where they shot 57%. Um, Jason Tatum hit four. Dennis Schroeder hit five. Uh, Peyton Pritchard off the bench hit five. But, yeah, this game is tricky. Uh, I mean, the the Blazers have won four out of the last six games. I mean, they're still giving up the points as well. Um I don't know, man. I, I, I do when I do back Boston, they do cover the number, but I feel like that the that revenge angle is, is very strong that they came into their house and dropped 145 on them. I'll lean with Portland. I don't love it. I won't be betting this game, but since we do 
talk about every single game here on the podcast. I will lean towards Portland, but I will not be um, betting on this game. Uh, thoughts on the total here, Terrell, of 212 and a half? I'm not taking Boston over. Yeah, uh, I think they are one of the better teams towards the under. Let me check the numbers here. Yeah, 25, 20, and 1 to the under this season is Boston. Um, they they are 13 and 8 to the under as a home favorite. Portland, uh, 23, 23 and 21 towards the under. Um, when they are a road underdog, they are 7 and 5 to the over, but you know, not very many metrics there. So uh, we'll leave it at that. Um, Let's get over to the next game, Terrell. We have the Toronto Raptors headed to the nation's capital in D.C. to take on the Wizards, where this game opened up as a one-and-a-half-point favorite for the Wizards. That number has come down to, I'm seeing a, a more of a pick em. Total opened up at 216-and-a-half, is up to 219. Let's check the injury report uh, for the Toronto Raptors. Ken Birch is out with a nose fracture. Um, Gary Trent Jr. is questionable. With the right ankle swelling for the Washington Wizards, uh, everybody is a go. Nobody on the injury report for these uh, for that team. Uh, let's start with the side here, Terrell. One and a half. I'm sorry, pick them uh, is the updated number for this game. Uh, let's start there with the side. What are you thinking? Who? Excuse me. That was a random yawn. Must be tired. Okay. So since beating the Bucks, the Raptors have dropped two straight. But they've also played the Heat, who are, we know, really, really good. Mm-hmm. And the Mavericks, who are streaking. I don't think this Wizards team is good. I don't think the Wizards, I don't think the Wizards are good. They're overachieving, yes. And Scott and I talked about it when we broke down the Wizards. In the breakdown, we said, this Wizards team might not hit their adjusted win total. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they, they might hit a wall. Whereas... I think the Raptors are actually pretty good. Aside from, you know, the abysmal start to the season they have, they've really picked it up as as of late. Yeah. I've been competitive against some really, really good squads, competitive against the Spurs, the Suns where they just lost, competitive against the Heat, competitive against the Mavericks. Those are all really good squads right now. They dropped a random game to the Pistons, but the Pistons are just beating everybody's ass, apparently. <laughs> so, <laughs> so... I just, it just goes back to the defense for me. It goes back to the defense, and I'm gonna back the team who's playing like the number, like the number three defense in the league right now. Yes, they struggle scoring the basketball. They're 30th in scoring over the past few games, but they're third in opponents scoring, 11th in opponents three point percentage, sixth in opponents points in the paint, and that is where the Wizards get busy in the paint. So if they stop the Wizards from scoring in the paint, they don't shoot the three that well. They shoot three. They have some people, some players that can shoot three all right, but they don't shoot three that well as a team. Yeah. And the issue for them is just going to be their bench. And what production are they going to get from the bench? Anybody that is not starting, are they going to be able to get production while the starters sit? Because they have the worst bench scoring in the league. Now, you can – Equate that to, well, if they have the worst scoring in the league, they're going to have the worst bench scoring in the league. So, and that's that's partially because they just play really good defense and they don't ever have to run a score up on people. Yeah. I'm going to back the Raptors in this spot. I still do like the Raptors on the road. The Wizards are very good at home. 
but I just think that these two teams are going in completely di- different directions. I think the Raptors are trending up, even though they lost two straight. And I think the Wizards are trending down. So I'll bat the Raptors in a pick. Yeah, if you kind of take a look at the uh, offensive-defensive rating for the last five games, um, Washington is at number five at 117, uh, and the Raptors are all the way down to number 29. But for the Raptors' case, they've played some pretty good defensive teams. Uh, you know, they played Phoenix over their last five games. They played Dallas. They played Miami. Those are really good defensive teams. Um, and they haven't crossed – they've only crossed 100 once over the last five games, which was against Milwaukee, where they put up 103 and won that game. I don't know where this offense has disappeared to, Terrell. Uh, like, I think you mentioned that the bench isn't good either for both of these squads. Uh, what do you say for Toronto's bench? Toronto, I got to go look it up. Hold on. Okay. Wait, um, uh, wait. What I say for Toronto's bench? Yeah, they're, yeah. they're worse than elite. Okay. Yeah. But I also equate that to Toronto just doesn't score a lot of points, majority because they don't have to. Okay. I don't think it's that they have a lack of scoring points. We see Toronto be able to run the score up on people, and they have the ability to score the basketball, but they just don't have to. They play a slower pace. They defend really well. It's they're going to force the ball out their hands. They're going to make sure they get good shots, and then they're just going to do enough to win. Yeah, here's the thing. If you kind of go look uh, back at their game log for the Toronto Raptors, like that five-game or six-game winning streak they had, they were putting up a lot of points, and they were playing really good defense in the meantime as well. Like they put up 116, 120, 129, 117, 122, 105, and it's not like they were giving up a lot of points either. They didn't give up. They only gave up 110 or more just once in that that winning streak. And offensively, I think they're struggling right now. That's just what it is right now. That like I said, they've lost four in the last five games. They've only in that one win. They that was the only game that had 100 or more points. So I'm looking for Toronto to find kind of find their offensive identity again here. Um, as they, you know, they play the Wizards tonight defensively for the Wizards. Um, they are, let's see, kind of middle of the pack. Yeah, they're right at number, they're at 18. Um, but I'm really look curious to see what has happened to this Toronto's offense if they're not just shooting the ball well, because over the last five games, they're all the way down to number 29, uh, right down there with the Orlando Magic. Um, for Washington, God, this is a tough game. I think this number is kind of spot on. Um, I'll probably lead with Washington here uh, at home as in a pick game. I just want to see the Toronto Raptors kind of find their offensive identity again. Maybe it is tonight against this Washington Wizards team, but um, I, I need to see that Toronto finds their that identity again offense when they had that winning streak. So I'll lean with Washington here. Um, thoughts on the total here, Terrell, at uh, up to 219 here. Maybe this is a game that Toronto kind of finds their offense. Possibly. I, th- I still think Washington is pretty decent defensively. They do defend the three very well. Yeah. And when Toronto does get their offense going, it is majority behind that three-point line. Mm-hmm. So... If I had to play, I played under, but I'm not really feeling the total in this one. Yeah, Toronto over the last five games are the slowest team ranked number 30 in pace. Um, and the Washington Wizards are at number nine uh, as far as pace uh, over the last five games. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if we if we see uh, more offense or defense in this game between these two squads here tonight. Anything else for this game, Terrell? No, no, I'm good. Let's go. All right, let's take a quick break here, bud. We'll come back and we'll get to the final five games here on the NBA schedule. 
Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. Bet $5, win 400 and free bets. Win a VIP trip to Shaq's Funhouse in LA. Bet $20 on WinBet's Build Your Own Bet feature. And earn a chance to win a once-in-a-lifetime experience for the big game. You win three guests will receive a VIP experience at Shaq's Funhouse, two nights at Win Las Vegas, a $5,000 free bet at a Win Las Vegas Sportsbook, and $5,000 travel credit. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. For boosted parlays, live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The NFL playoffs are in full swing and prop swappers are cashing in. Like Will from Arizona, who on Sunday night sold his $50, 101-49er Super Bowl ticket for $500 on PropSwap. Will locked in his profit when he turned his $50 bet into $500. The buyer got great odds and the seller made 10 times his bet. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money from your bets. Hurry and download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity feed to stay in the know with all the big sales and red hot tickets for sale, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash, and a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, coming off of the break, uh, let's get to the next game here. An Eastern Conference clash between the Chicago Bulls headed to Milwaukee to take on the Bucks, where the Bucks opened up as a nine-point home favorite here. This number is up to minus 10 for the Bucks. Total opened up at 227. I'm seeing 11. You're seeing 11 pop up? Yeah, I'm seeing 10 and a half, turning towards 11, yeah. That's ridiculous. Um, 227, the total opened up at uh, up to 227 and a half, 228. Um, checking the injury report for these two teams for the Milwaukee Bucks. Only Brooke Lopez continues to be out. Everybody else is a go. For the Chicago Bulls, the news did come down that Lonzo Ball is, I think he's opting for the surgery on his uh, small meniscus yes, tear is. in his knee. So he's going to be out to four eight. to six weeks. It's six to eight. Six to eight weeks, okay. And then yep. Zach Levine continues to be out with the left knee soreness. Um, and that is pretty much it for the Bulls. Uh, Alex Caruso did return for them uh, for the Chicago Bulls squad. So let's start with the side here, Terrell. Minus uh, 11, 10 and a half, 11 for this uh, Milwaukee Bucks team hosting the Chicago Bulls tonight. What do you think? This is way too many points. Yeah. This is absolutely way too many points. And there's no reason. I mean, I get it. I get that Lonzo and Zach Levine are out. But this is a division matchup. 
both of these teams are effectively playing for first place in not only division, but in the East. I think Chicago gets up for this game. Yeah. They've been playing, they've been playing well. They've been playing well. Milwaukee struggles to cover at home. I think the only thing that Milwaukee and probably why this is going so far up is because Milwaukee has Holiday, Middleton, and Giannis in the lineup. But you're telling me that the Bulls can't get this inside double digits? I, 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 I'm, that's hard for me to believe. That's very, very hard for me to believe. It's very hard for me. I think DeMar DeRozan just puts the team on his back. Yep. He puts the team on his back. The Somu's playing really good ball. Vucevic can score the basketball. Alex Caruso is back. He's going to take some of that pressure defending the guards. And Timothy Bradley, if he gets the minutes, he does pretty decently against bigs. So, you know, if you could slow Bobby Portis down, that's another extra person, an extra body that you slow down. And you slow down Drew Holiday or you slow down some of those those guards that they have and just limit their scoring opportunities. The Bucks are going to be in this game. Mm. So give me the Bulls in the points. This is way too many. <clears throat> I think they I think that they have a chance to win the game. I think that this is just the four it's like a some type of foregone conclusion that they're not going to win because they're missing Levine and they're missing and they're missing oh. um Lonzo. Mm-hmm. They're missing Lonzo. Lonzo. Yeah, they're missing Lonzo and they're missing Zach Levine. uh Zach Levine. Is yeah. is not is it's not clicking. It's not clicking. I don't I, I I it's just not 11 just seems like a lot for a team that's still really really good even though they're missing those two players and it seems like this is going to be a trap line where everybody's going to bet everybody and their mother is going to bet Milwaukee mm-hmm. thinking that Milwaukee is going to just win the game and they're not they're I'm, I think that the Bulls are have a chance to win this game I think they're going to get up for this spot they just beat the Cavs yeah I think they're going to get up for this game yeah, that was the one thing that I wanted was going to mention that I think everybody was on the Cavs in that game against the Chicago Bulls just because they're a depleted team and because the Cavs were on fire. But for the Chicago Bulls to go in there and win uh, as a thirteen point uh, a thirteen point victory as a three point underdog, that kind of tells you that this Bulls team is not going to lay down despite not having Zach Levine and Lonzo Ball on the squad right now due to injuries. You kind of look at that game. Kobe right? White is good. Yeah, Kobe, Kobe White, White is good. Vucevic is good. Ayudasumu had a great game for them as well. Uh, Vucevic had a good game. Um, it's, and it's not like Vucevic is not familiar with his bug squad. Even when he was with Milwaukee, I'm sorry, with Orlando, he knows his team. And getting, I think, AC back is huge for them as well. That gives you some defense. It also gives you a guy that can, you know, knock down a three point shot here and there. And also, you know, it gives you another guard to handle the ball as well. So, um, yeah, I am in agreement about everything that you're saying here. I think this is going to be a really fun game to watch here tonight. Definitely wait. I think it, this number is trending, like you said, up to what 12 now you're seeing on your screen, uh, Terrell, for this game. I see 11. Yeah, I see 11. Yeah, I'm starting to see 11, 11 starting to pop up. If this number keeps climbing, I'm going to wait here. I'm trying to get the best number possible, but I do love Chicago going into Milwaukee. It's not like it's a, a long road trip or a long flight from Chicago to Milwaukee. Um, Definitely agree with you 100% on Chicago here tonight against the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, 
thoughts on the total here of 227 uh pretty steady it's at 227 and a half seeing some 228s pop up but uh maybe chicago bulls team total here uh i don't know how to i don't know how the game's going to go i don't know if it's going to be a a lot of points scored or if the bucks if the bulls just kind of hold the bucks on offensively and just kind of stay in it yeah so I'm hesitant to just go ahead and take that. I really don't have a feel for the total. Both of these teams just kind of feel like they're middle of the road both ways. Yeah, uh, Milwaukee is tied at number two as far as pace right now with the Houston Rockets over the last five games. Chicago, right? Um, they're, they're middle right at 15 and 16 right there with the Detroit Pistons as far as pace. But, you know, offensive rating-wise, we know both of these teams are very capable putting the ball inside the basket. But – uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be the three point shots. That's what's gonna keep the Bulls in because the Bucks have been giving up a lot of threes to the guard position. Yeah, that's what's gonna keep them in the game because the Bulls will shoot a bunch of threes and they'll make them. I think they're make they're making them one of the best in the league, somewhere around forty percent. I'll, I'll back I'll back the Bulls in, in a hot three point shooting night tonight. I think that's what's gonna keep them in it. I, I think it's probably gonna be Kobe White's three point shooting that's probably gonna keep them in it. But I don't see Demar as much of a three point shooter. Um. Quickly, let me see the three-point uh, scoring or shooting uh, before we move on to the next game here. Uh, Milwaukee is at number four at 14.4 makes. Chicago, uh, we know they're not a great three-point shooting team, but defending it is a completely different story as well. But they're at number 21 in the Chicago Bulls as far as makes. Um, but I think they shoot it at – where do I have it here? Yeah, I have them first in the past five games. I have them first in three-point percentage at thirty-nine point five percent. The Bulls. So they 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 get good looks and they make the and they make it when they. I think that's what it's going to be. I think it's just going to be because they're not going to they're not going to get the ball in the paint. Yeah. I don't think that they're going to they're going to get the ball in the paint today. They're going to shoot on the outside, and it's going to be whether that shooting is good or bad. That what either this game is a blowout or they keep them in the game, and I'll take the thirty-nine. 0.5% that they'll go ahead and have a good shooting day and be able to keep this one close. Yeah, I've currently seen Kobe White three-point makes three and a half at plus 110. I wouldn't mind that uh, tonight, even though you know it, it's a, it seems like a big number, but Kobe White is probably one of their better shooters, at least from the three-point line here tonight. Anything else for this game, Terrell? No, I'm good. All right, let's move on to the next game. We have the Brooklyn Nets headed to Texas to take on the San Antonio Spurs, where the uh, Brooklyn Nets opened up as a two and a half point road favorite. That number has or climbed down or come down to minus one now for the Brooklyn Nets. Total opened up at two thirty five. Um, currently seeing some two thirty two and a half and two thirty threes out there. Um, but let's start with the injury report. For these two teams, for the Brooklyn Nets, uh, Nick Claxton questionable. Uh, we know Paul Millsap is no longer going to be with this team. Joe Harris continues to be out. And then obviously we know about Kevin Durant. For the San Antonio Spurs, everybody is a go. Um, so let's start with the side here, Terrell. Minus one for the Brooklyn Nets. What do you think? I, don't really, I really don't think the Brooklyn Nets are that good. <laughs> everybody around the big three is very lukewarm. I mean, Patty Mills, this could be the Patty Mills game, you know, revenge game, going to play Spurs. But overall, and I'm sure I'll hop on Patty Mills props this game. And maybe he's the X factor that adds another level of scoring that 
pushes them over the top. I just don't think Brooklyn is that good at all. They don't defend. Outside of James Harden and Kyrie, and I'll throw Patty Mills in there, they struggle scoring the basketball. I think you got to throw uh, Aldridge in there as well because I've been watching the last couple of games of the Brooklyn Nets. He's he's been doing he's been scoring the basketball for them. And I, and I guess there's a little bit of a revenge game for Marcus Aldridge as well. Yeah. And maybe this is a spot to back the Nets. I don't know. I don't trust. I don't trust Brooklyn right now. I do so, not trust Brooklyn at all right now. I got to see more of it. Yeah. And with the Nets coming into town, the Spurs know that. They know they're seen as a very, very good team. They're going to get up for this game. I think they're going to defend really, really well. And I can't see say the same for the Nets. I can see the Spurs putting the clamps on Brooklyn in this game and a lot of their role players. I can't see the Nets doing that same thing to the Spurs. And the Spurs have a lot of good guys that can actually score the basketball. I'll take the melatonin basketball team plus the one. Yeah, these two teams matched up uh, back on January 5th, I was believe. It was that early Sunday morning game between these two squads. And this game did go to overtime um, where Brooklyn won the game by two points, 121-119. Well, obviously a game they had Kevin Durant um, in that game. Uh, Pat Mills in that game was 5 of 15 from the floor. He shot 3 of 12 from three-point land. Didn't have LaMarcus Aldridge in that game, but for the um, for the San Antonio Spurs, Lonnie Walker had a big game for them, 25 points. Uh, DeJounte Murray, 19 points, 12 assists. Um, yeah, I think that's – with the Spurs – yeah. Yeah, I'm going to lean with the Spurs here, man. Um, it's a short favorite or a short underdog here at home, but uh, I think they had that game in their grasp in Portland back in a couple weeks ago when they matched up. And uh, that game obviously went into overtime, like I said, but I, I think San Antonio let the Brooklyn Nets back in that game. But I'm going to go with uh, San Antonio Spurs here tonight, expecting, again, big games from DeJounte Murray, Lonnie Walker, Kelvin Johnson, all those guys. Um, do love those San Antonio Spurs team total here, especially in the first half. Brooklyn is just not a very good defending team in the first half, and they let uh, teams back into it in the second half as well. So I expect San Antonio to get up for this game. Um but yeah, this is the return of LaMarcus Aldridge and Patty Mills to San Antonio, or at least for Patty Mills uh, since he signed with the uh, Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's where I am with the side. Uh, total, we talked about this, San Antonio Spurs at home. Uh, don't even think about taking the under, and especially with the Brooklyn Nets, how they've been struggling on defensive end. I'm leaning towards the over here as well in this game, Terrell. Was it the over for – I keep forgetting which one. It, so it's the over for Spurs at home and the under on the road. Yeah, but I know as of late, or not as of late, but I know when we talked about it, um, that the Spurs were starting to turn around um, the number on the uh, on the road. But yeah, as far as, as being at home, let me see if I can pull it up here quickly. It was something like... Yeah, 15, and, 15 6, and 1 uh, at home this season for the San Antonio Spurs. There's 8, 3, and 1 to the over as home underdogs. And then let me see if I can get the uh, road split here. Uh, give me one. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll back them at home for the over. Yeah, for the Spurs on the road, um, eight, yeah, 14, 8, and 1 to the under, to the under on in road t- uh, road games for the San Antonio Spurs. So, yeah, definitely looking at the over in this game as well. Anything else for this game, Terrell? 
Nope. All right, let's move on to the next game here. We have the Detroit Pistons headed to Utah <laughs> to take on the Utah Jazz, where the Jazz are opened up as a 13-and-a-half-point home favorite. Currently seeing this number trending to minus 14, minus 14-and-a-half. 14 Total opened up at 218. Um, still 218 across the board. Let me check the injury report uh, for the Detroit Pistons. Uh, Luca Garza, Jeremy Grant are in health and safety protocols. Killian Hayes is questionable with the right hip contusion. Frank Jackson is out as he returns from health and safety protocols. For the Utah Jazz, Donovan Mitchell is out and with the he's still in concussion protocol and Hassan Whiteside in health and safety protocols. Terrell, I'm going to give you the floor first here, buddy. Uh, let's start with the side here, as if people, uh, I mean, as if people don't know where you're going. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have anything to say. I don't have any handicap. It, we already know five and fourteen as double digit f- favorites this season with eight outright losses. Yep. Five and ten at home, I mean, well, five and eleven at home, with six outright losses. There's nothing else to say here. I'm yep. not laying that many points with the Utah Jazz. I don't care. So give me Detroit Pistons fourteen and a half. That's the handicap, and I'm sprinkling on the money line. Yeah, I mean, there's not much else to say. Now, the only caveat I will give, and and this was back in Detroit where. Detroit Pistons, I think that was the game that you picked as well uh, on mm-hmm. the money line. That is there any type of revenge factor in this game for the for the Utah Jazz, or just because they are double digit, we're just going to continue fading that trend. And I mean, I, there is there is, and that's why it's only a sprinkle, and I'm not hammering the money line. Yeah. So I'll give them that much of a revenge factor, and that's why. But they're they're not covering 15 points. That's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. They're not covering 15 points. Yeah, for the Utah Jazz, this is a game that they have to have. Uh, I, we don't care if they don't cover the spread, at least for the Jazz, if you're a Jazz fan or, the, or within the organization. This is a game that you have to win because if you take a look at their schedule, it's a very, very difficult schedule coming up for the Utah Jazz. So after tonight, they have the um, the Golden State Warriors on uh, Sunday. Right back on Monday, they have Phoenix in, uh, in their two-game set. So they go to Golden State, they have Phoenix, Memphis, Minnesota, Denver, Brooklyn, New York, Golden State. So a very tough schedule coming up here for the Utah Jazz as they close out the month of January, heading into February. Um, yeah, we're going to stay on brand here. Give me the Pistons plus the points here. Uh, I think Utah Jazz do win the game straight up, but I think that, again, the Pistons will cover this number of 14, 14 and a half. Make sure to shop around for the best number. Thoughts on the total here, Terrell? Not really. Okay. I would. I, it yeah. feels like because eh, I don't know if the Pistons they they went on a crazy three point run to win that game. I don't know Against, if they necessarily yeah. do that do that again. So a little nod to the under, but I'm not really feeling. I'm. I don't know. I just feel like I'm not on a lot of totals today. It's not a lot of totals I'm interested in today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, likewise for me. There's only like two or three spots that I like, but other than that, nothing really sticks out. All right, let's get over to uh, the last two games here. The first one is going to be the Memphis Grizzlies headed to the Mile High City to take on the Denver Nuggets, where the Denver Nuggets opened up as a four-point home favor. That number is now down to three and a half. Starting to see some minus threes pop up. 
Um, total opened up at 220 all the way up to 224 and a half. Starting to see a 225 pop up. Let's check the injury report for both of these teams. For the Memphis Grizzlies, Kyle Anderson and Desmond Bain continue to be out as they are in health and safety protocols. Add Titus Jones to that list as well in health and safety protocols. Um, Dylan Brooks, we know about. He's going to be out for a couple more weeks. For the Denver Nuggets, um, Jamichael Green is the only one that is out for the uh, for the Nuggets as he is in health and safety protocols. But start with the side here, Terrell minus four or sorry minus three and a half for the Denver Nuggets. What are you thinking? This feels like a, a Grizzlies get up for one of the premier Western Conference teams game. That's what this feels like it is. It feels like that they're going to get up for this game. Especially the Nuggets coming off an emotional roller coaster that was that game against the Clippers. Yeah. And Jokic, 49. Aaron Gordon damn near had 30 himself. <laughs> this feels like... It, it just... This feels like the... The Memphis Grizzlies, I'm finna come in there. I'm finna take on, you know, one of the teams, one of the teams that they said preseason should have a chance to win the East. I mean, the West. Have a chance to win the West is a former MVP, well, the reigning MVP on that roster. And what I will say is, and my concern is, is Desmond Bain being out. That's my concern for Memphis. Yeah. But Memphis has shown me throughout the season, whether it was no jaw, whether it was no Dylan Brooks, that they can find ways to win games with players out. Now it's going to be tough because Dylan Brooks and Desmond Bain are both out. Yeah. But I will back the Memphis Grizzlies here. I think that this is the this just seems like the spot that they get up for. It does feel like this this spread is a little short. You would think that Denver might be favored by a little bit more, especially being in Denver. But Memphis score Memphis still scoring the basketball a lot. Third and pace. They force turnovers and they get points off of those turnovers. And fifteen mm, 15 to 6 ATS on the road. Yeah. I'll take I'll take I'll take the Grizzlies. I don't know who's stopping Ja for the Nuggets. I don't know who's going to slow Ja down. Yeah, these two teams they matched. don't have a per, they yeah. don't have an interior defender. They don't have an interior defender in the paint. Yeah, uh Yeah, these two teams did match up back on November 1st and November 3rd. Uh and Memphis won both of those games. Uh, 106 97 and then 108-106. I think that this is a game where Denver gets up. I know we've talked about Memphis, but I think that the two names that you hit on, Desmond Bain and Kyle Anderson, not having those two guys, I think that's significant for the the Memphis Grizzlies. I understand that they still have John Moran, a couple other pieces, but I think when you lose a guy like Desmond Bain, who's been absolutely fantastic for them this season, uh, I think he's the second leading scorer on this team. And you also lose a guy like Kyle Anderson, who is a great role player coming off of the bench for them and, you know, provides some some type of deep defense for them as well. Um, 
I, I think this is a revenge spot for the Denver Nuggets after they lost those two games earlier this year. Um, so I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna back the uh, Denver Nuggets here as the as the home favorite here. Um, it, it concerns me, like like I said, that not having Dylan Brooks, not having Desmond Bain, that responsibility now falls of scoring falls a lot more on the shoulders of John Moran. And like you say, yeah, they don't they might not have somebody to contain them, but I don't think the the Memphis Grizzlies have a guy that can contain uh, Nikola Jokic either. And um, Jaron Jackson could probably try to do his best. Steven Adams could probably do his best as well. But uh, Jokic is just too good. Uh, he's just playing out of his mind right now, better than he was last year when he won the MVP. But I feel like Denver's kind of found something on the offensive end as well because they've been starting to put up some points here. Um, over their last three, they've won three out of the last four games. They put up 140, 133, and 130. Um, so I'm going to take the Memphis Grizzlies here. Sorry, the uh, Denver Nuggets here in this game. Uh, against the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, do like the over in this game um, at two, let's see what was the number, 224 and a half. Found the best number, I'd see a 224 out there. But uh, thoughts on the total here, Terrell? Mm. Yeah, because of the pace Taylor's of Memphis. ability to score. And yeah. yeah, the pace of Memphis, Memphis still can score, Denver can score. I, I'll back the over. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, yeah, I do like the over in this game as well. Let's get over to the last game of the night. We have the Houston Rockets fresh off of the plus 700 victory off of the Utah Jazz headed to California to take on the Golden State Warriors, where the Warriors opened up as a 12-point home favorite Currently, that number is all the way down to minus, in the range of minus 10 to minus 11, uh, what I'm seeing on the screen. Total opened up at 229. That number is down to 228 uh, across the board. Checking the injury report for these teams. I know Clay Thompson is going to be out for this game as he, they are not ready to play him on back-to-back nights. That news already came down that no Clay Thompson tonight. Uh, we know Draymond Green is going to continue to be out. For the Houston Rockets, pretty simple. Everybody is healthy, uh, so not much of a injury report there. Let's start with the side here, Terrell. Uh, minus ten. Let's call it minus ten and a half for the Golden State Warriors. Let me check the back-to-back trends first here for the Golden State Warriors. Four and three against spread on back-to-backs, and four two and one towards the over. Yeah, I'm taking the Warriors here. They they have to bounce back in a big way after a disgusting loss to the Pacers where the Pacers were playing G-leaguers. They were out here playing G-leaguers. And, you know, no disrespect to my man Kiefer Sykes. No disrespect. Y'all know I love TBT basketball, but Kiefer Sykes was playing in TBT this summer. Yep. My man was playing in TBT this summer. And, you know, they were rolling him out there. Chris Duarte had a hell of a game. Absolutely. But, they're going to bounce back. That's not what the Warriors do. I don't expect the Warriors to lose double-digit games. Like, favorite up big, like, favorite big, huge. Mm-hmm. I don't expect them to lose those games twice. Not twice in a row like that. I think the Warriors get back today. They find the rhythm scoring the basketball, and they actually f- look better offensively because they're not trying to get Klay Thompson in rhythm. You know Klay Thompson went 0 for 7 from 3 yesterday? Yeah, I did. I saw you were so, waiting for him to make some threes. Oh, absolutely. He was the last leg of a parlay. Last leg of a, I think it was 16-1. to 1. 
Last leg, it was 16-1 parlay, and he, he, I needed three. And it's always he, the last leg. Always. And because Kavon Looney was – so I did the same game parlay. Uh-huh. And Kavon, uh, Kavon Looney was in that game as well. Mm-hmm. And he, he got his rebounds, and I think I'm on Kavon Looney rebounds again today. Okay. He just – he gets them. He got his rebounds quick and early. I was only thing I was waiting on was Clay hitting them threes. And he started 0 for 4, and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you know, get your rhythm. And then 0 for 7. So I think they look a lot better offensively, not trying to make sure Clay gets in rhythm, Clay gets in game shape, and trying to get Clay working in the offense that it is now and not two years ago when he played with Kevin Durant. Because that is a culture shot for Clay as well. Clay has not played with his Warriors team, he's played with the Warriors team that had Kevin Durant up there. Yeah. So I'm back Golden State here. No clay, no problem. Yeah, these two teams matched up back on November seventh in uh um uh, in the Warriors arena and uh the Warriors won that game one twenty one oh seven. Obviously that was with Draymond Green in the lineup, but uh Jordan Poole had a great game for the uh Golden State Warriors in that game. He dropped twenty five for them. Uh, Steph Curry finished with 20 in that game, hit four of 11 from three-point land. Um, I, I will be looking at Curry three-point uh, three shots here, uh, three-point prop shots here tonight. The Houston Rockets are struggling against that shooting guard position. Um, uh, they're allowing 4.1 makes, and we know Steph Curry can on any given now go out and make eight to 10 three-point shots um, here. Um, yeah, I think that the Houston Rockets – you have a – I think that, that this is a game that you saw last night, like you talked about, a bunch of G-leaguers for the uh, Pacers come in there and, and take care of business or won the game outright where they had no business being in that game. And now the Golden State Warriors, probably a wake-up call for them that, hey, now we have a one of the worst teams of the Western Conference coming in to our building. Um, I think that we got to come out and take care of business here. And I think that this is a game where you probably see Aaron Wiggins have a better, Andrew Wiggins have a better, better game. Uh, you'll see Jordan Poole probably in that starting lineup. He should have a good game. And again, Steph Curry probably doing Steph Curry things here tonight uh, without Clay Thompson. So um, yeah, I'll lean with the Golden State Warriors as well. When the Rockets team is involved, I can't look at an under. So I do lean towards the over in this game as well at 228. But the part that concerns me is that, the crazy part is, is that is the Golden State Warriors going to be able to put up enough points uh, without Draymond Green? And we've talked about how not having Draymond Green, there's been a significant fall off uh, offensive efficiency wise uh, for the Golden State Warriors. But I do lean towards the over. Any thoughts on the total, Terrell? I'm back the under. Okay. I think Golden State locks in defensively. They gave up too many points even before that overtime period. They gave up way too many points to that Pacers team. I think they lock back in defensively, and they don't have to score a lot of points because the Rockets won't score a lot. So I'll back the under. I'm trying to see the ATS numbers here after a loss for the Golden State Warriors. So after a loss this season, nine and three against the spread are the Golden State Warriors, seventy five percent, and then on the over and under after a loss. Um, Let's see, Golden State nine and three to, or sorry, they're three and nine to the uh, over. So yeah, I, I think I'm gonna change my mind here. I think you're right. Uh, the the stats are also backing this up. Possibly Rockets uh, team total under then, uh, if that's the case here. And let me see what the Rockets have done after win because I'm sure it's pretty abysmal, uh, at least against the spread. Well, they don't, they did have that run where they won like four games in a row. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, seven and six, so not much there for them. But yeah, definitely loving the Golden State Warriors here tonight against this Houston Rockets squad. 
Anything else for this game, Terrell? No, I'm good. All right. So that was the last game of the night on this NBA schedule. Let's take one last break here, and then we will get into our lock and dog. And since it's Friday, it's Friday's parlay. So we'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors. The fantasy season may be over, but the action is still coming on the Better Fantasy app. Download their free-to-play app today to bet on player props for the NFL playoffs. You can also enter their player prop pools and score big when you win. We love Better Fantasy because we can win awesome prizes and even raise money for charity along the way too. It's totally free to play. You'll earn better credits by completing challenges and use them to place your bets. Better Fantasy is available worldwide and in all 50 U.S. states. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com SGPN. Since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing bets around in a speakeasy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBet.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free web application, you can access a demo of their app which will launch next fall. The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via QR codes, text, and links among other methods. No money is transacted on the app and it is purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and you and see who can win and hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric they want, as long as somebody is on the other side to accept. Let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io SGPN. That's SoBet.io SGPN today to join the revolution. And don't forget guys, the SGPN app is now live on the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, it is our picks segment time. Lock, dog, and we'll put together a uh, parlay for you guys as well. But let's kick it off with our locks and dogs. Uh, I will kick it off here uh, for my lock. Uh, Let's go. Hmm. That was going to be my dog. We had just talked about this, and I'm switching here at the middle as we give our picks. <laughs> All right, for my uh-huh. lock, I'm going to go with the Denver Nuggets here. Uh, minus three and a half hosting the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, without Desmond Bain, Dylan Brooks, and Kyle Anderson, there's a significant fall off. And this Denver Nuggets team has kind of found their, found their stride here over the past couple games. I know we talked about it coming off that emotional win. But uh, with Memphis coming into Denver, I think that Novarin spot number one after the Denver Nuggets lost two games earlier this year against this Memphis Grizzlies squad, I will take them as my lock at minus three and a half um, for my dog. Um, I got to go with the Chicago Bulls here, plus the ten and a half. Plus 360 on the money line here against the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, you know, we talked about Chicago. He's going to get up for this game. 
Uh, you know, they're coming off the huge victory against the Cleveland Cavaliers. AC is back. I expect some great three-point shooting from uh, not only AC, but Kobe White, Ayo Desumu. DeMar DeRozan can knock in a few as well, but I think that you know Chicago Bulls are going to be up for this game against Milwaukee, a very, very short uh, flight over from Chicago to Milwaukee. So I'll take the Bulls plus 10.5, plus 360 on the money line as my dog. Terrell, lock and dog, what do you got? For my lock, I said it. I've cashed them as a dog. I've cashed them as a lock. I'm going to take them as a lock again. The Atlanta Hawks are going to sweep this three-game home stand after losing 10 straight, and they're going to defeat the Miami Heat. They lost Tyler Hero. They don't have Kyle Lowry. It's a lot of production. I'm not too concerned about Bam right now making too much of an impact in this game. He's playing well since he got back, but I think that this is all about Trey Young. This is all about DeAndre Hunter and this Hawks team. They are on a run, and they are going on a run. They're going to look really, really good going into the All-Star break. So I will take the Atlanta Hawks minus one, one and a half, whatever it is. That's my lock. Okay. For my dog. Hmm. I really do think of all, like, there's a number, one, two, three, four, five, six, six games, favorite of eight or more. I think at least two of those do actually win tonight. At least two. Okay. I like the Bulls. I'm not going to double dog it. When in doubt, always fade Boston. Give me the Portland Trails Blazers. Plus 290 on the money line. They get the outright win on the road in Boston. CJ McCullough, Anthony Simons. Yep. Anthony Simons has a good game has an amazing game he's had a crazy month just a crazy month i think he has a really really good game i'll probably be on his props and i believe marcus smart is out for this one too he's questionable um let me see the updated injury report if there's any news but uh last time we talked about it, he was questionable for this game let's see here boston boston where is the but game? do not let he's this confuse you but he's coming do back from covid this... yeah yeah. Do not let this confuse you. Just because that I'm making Portland my dog, I'm 100% sprinkling on Detroit Moneyline. 100%. <laughs> that is, that, that is going to happen. That is going to happen. This is an auto-bet territory. If I see the Jazz with a double-digit spread, I will bet the other team, and I will bet the money line. And that's just what it is. Okay. What else we got? That's it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. So my lock, Atlanta minus one and a half. Yeah. And my and dog, I will take the Blazers on the money line. Okay. So just to recap, uh, I have my lock as the Denver Nuggets minus three and a half, and the Bulls uh, plus eleven and a half and plus three sixty on the money line, and then Terrell for his lock minus one and a half for the Atlanta Hawks. And then the Blazers plus 290 on the money line. And of course, you guys know to get down on the spread as well um, for this game. And you know that Terrell is going to be on the plus 14 for the Pistons here tonight and sprinkling, just sprinkling tonight on the money line for the Detroit Pistons. Uh, Terrell, you have a Friday's parlays ready? Yeah. So go for it. Let's go ahead. Money line, the Hawks and Raptors. I think both of them just, just get a win. Okay. 
Then give me the 76ers laying the eight. Okay. And give me the Pistons catching 14 and a half. Okay. So Pistons plus 14 and a half, 76ers minus eight, Hawks money line, Raptors money line. That's going to pay out 12 to one. Beautiful. Um, so I also have a four team parlay here. I'm going to go Lakers first half minus the two and a half. I'm going to go over in the first half in the Nets and Spurs game of 120. I'm going to take the Miami Heat and Atlanta Hawks over 219 and the under in the Houston Rockets and Golden State Warriors game at 228. That's also 12 to 1. So that's Lakers first half minus two and a half over first half in the Nets and Spurs game of 120 over full game Heat and Hawks of 219 and then the under and the Rockets and Warriors of 228. And since it is Friday, I'll give out a bonus lock. It was going to be that Hawks team total here tonight, and I don't see it in front of me. Let me see. Uh, yeah, 110.5. Hawks team total over 110.5 as a bonus lock here for this Friday. Toro, you got anything else for the people? Um, anything else? Yeah, yeah. Give me the Golden State Warriors laying 10 and a half after an embarrassing loss to the Pacers. I'll bonus lock that. Warriors minus 10 and a half. All right, let me write that down. Warriors minus 10 and a half as a bonus lock for Terrell. So, uh, a lot of picks. It's Friday. Hopefully, we can close out this Friday strong. Uh, had a great week so far of, uh, of picking here this week. Uh, so, like I said, Friday, great games here tonight. Uh, a lot of uh, live dogs here as well. So, definitely uh, make sure to, again, guys, check the injury reports. Uh, and, you know, things do change throughout the day as we get injury news or guys being in the lineup. So, make sure to head over to the website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com, to check out our updated picks. Um, just hit that NBA tag. You'll see NBA picks and uh, for myself and Terrell. Uh, Terrell, any final thoughts for this Friday afternoon? And let the people know where they can find you, man. At really real underscore underscore on Instagram and Twitter. And huh, who is somebody? I'm on Anthony Simons tonight. I think oh. Anthony Simons. I just have a. I have. A, I think Anthony Simons has a really good game today. We have any Boston birthdays today? No, no birthdays. Uh, only birthday coming up is Bates Stop for the Spurs. Okay. His is like two days away. Okay. And I think he might he might have a game that day. So I, I, I wouldn't look at anything. I don't think it's a lot of birthdays around this time of year. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Yeah, they play, uh, they, play the, they play the 76ers that day at home. Okay. So maybe he's somebody fun to just sprinkle something on. But nobody of major note. Okie dokie. So that's going to be the show for this Friday afternoon. Um, Hopefully we have, like I said, a a big uh, Friday. We'll come back on Monday, recap everything that we saw on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and as well recap our picks. Uh, Guys, make sure to follow the SGPN NBA Twitter account. Uh, It's at SGPN NBA on Twitter. If you're not following us there, uh, do us a favor, go us and follow there and also leave a rating and a review for this uh, podcast, I mean, come on, Terrell has hit a Pistons plus plus 
525 and a plus 700 within the last two weeks here. So I think that we can, as an appreciation, get some reviews and ratings for this podcast. So please make sure to do that for us. It's really appreciated. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Uh, again, head over to the website, download the SGPN app on your Google Play Store or App Store. Till then, let's have a great week of betting, not only tonight, but over the weekend. I know we have NFL games this weekend. Um, let's break these books off and let it ride. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna go get it. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna go get it.